0: For over 30 years, I served in the local church. Over 23 of those years, I was the lead pastor, and it never failed. People would come to me and they they would say, Pastor, I really want to study God's word. I really want to grow deeper in God's word. But when I read it, I really just don't know. I just don't understand it. I don't know how to study the Bible to help me it gets so frustrated because they would start out every january with good intentions and by the time february came they're like i'm checked out that's all i could i can read if that's you or or that kind of thought process i, I want to tell you you're not alone welcome to understanding the scripture podcast with dr j Bible reading, for the most part, would mean people just checking off another box of uh, so that their spirituality level could go up a little bit. Or at least maybe their guilt would say, I've at least read God's word some. And I would encourage people not to worry about the volume of what they read, but to just read the Bible until they would learn something and then write that down people would say, but I want to learn some more. I want to learn a deeper depth and truth that God is trying to communicate to me. And so I'll begin them on a process that would say to them, listen, first of all, the Bible is not meant to be read in one continuum from Genesis to Revelation. You need to understand that between Abraham and David is 2,000 years. Between David and Jesus is about 1,000 years. Between Jesus and today is over 2,000 years. I would then open their Bible for them and I would take them to the the two blank pages usually after Malachi and before Matthew and I would say these blank pages represent 400 to 450 years of history. Well that's longer than the United States has been in existence. And then I would say to them just think about how much has changed in US history since our, our founding fathers until today just dealing with that culture. And so if you're going to understand the Bible and you're going to understand Scripture, then you have to understand what's taking place and transpiring during that time. So you begin to read the Bible and you begin to want to develop a greater understanding of the Bible. My friends at the Center for Holy Land Studies teach that in order to understand Scripture, you don't just pick up a Bible and begin to read it. You just don't start in Genesis or Joshua or Hosea or John or James and just begin to read the Bible, then interpret that part portion of Scripture with, within your current culture, the current history, the current geography, and, and your spirituality. You and I have to enter into the specific time, the specific place, and culture of the time that that particular passage that you are studying has been written in order to begin to understand what is what is being written. So again, my friends at the Center for Holy Land Study teach us that every passage in the Bible has at least four dynamics that you have to understand or you have to grasp and consider if you want to properly understand the portion of Scripture you're reading. You have to understand culture. You have to understand history, number two, number three, the land or geography, and then number four, the spirituality, which is the most challenging for us because we typically approach a passage of scripture within our own spirituality. So today in this podcast, I really just want to focus in on one of these dynamics, the dynamic of culture. So let me just mention a few things about culture to get your brain to thinking about this. So the world that Jesus, remember I talked about those two blank pages between Malachi and Matthew, the Old Testament and the New Testament was 400 to 450 years, and the world that Jesus is born into is really heavily influenced by those two blank pages in in time. Now, we often refer to those two blank pages as the silent years, because most of the books that were written during that time frame were not canonized. That means that they did not make it into the Bible. And as a result, a lot of Christians don't know much about the time period, which was actually pretty tumultuous and volatile during the time that Christ was born. That was the time period that included Alexander the Great and the Hellenistic uh, culture from the East. And then there was a transition point at some place a point in time. Before the birth of Jesus, So now we have Rome and, and their influence upon culture. And those two powerful cultures, which had an incredible influence on the thought process of people during this time period. For instance, during this time period, there was this growing desire for redemption from the Jewish people. That they were looking for a Messiah. It was so bubbling to the surface of the culture. The Jewish people were waiting for God's Messiah so he could address the pressing issues of the culture that was born in that day. And that is the culture that Jesus was born. Also during that time period, you discover this trilingual environment, the Hasmonean revolt against the Greek king Antichius uh, uh, Aphanes, that there was this resurgence of Hebrew as a spoken language. And that would have been the world that Jesus was born. So Jesus could not only function in Greek language, which came down from Alexander the Great, which, which is the primary language that the New Testament was written, but Jesus's primary native language would have been Hebrew. And because of the influence of, that Persia had, the language of Aramaic also plays a role within the culture of the New Testament. So you can see very quickly, if you're going to begin to move past this checking off a box and reading a scripture, and you're really going to be able to want to understand scripture, then you just don't pick up the Bible. Pick a place to begin. Check your box off because that's what you've read and think, well, I now have a proper understanding of what I'm reading. Well, let me give you some examples. Here's what's taking place Between the Old Testament and the New Testament, culture from the land of Israel has shifted and evolved. Now, we tend to read the Bible and not realize that the cultural shifts take place. My friend, Dr. Jeff Garcia, who teaches at Nyack College, talks about the fact that when we get to reading in the New Testament Gospels, now we read about two religious sects of people called the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When most people read those, that narrative in the gospel and they read about Pharisees and Sadducees, no one stops to ask, well, who are the Pharisees and Sadducees? And when did these two groups come on the scene? The Pharisees and Sadducees did not exist in the Old Testament. No gospel writer. Luke doesn't put in his writing a verse that says, listen, reader for today, here is where the Pharisees and Sadducees developed. The b- writers of the Bible assume you know the culture in which they're writing. And those two groups, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they are fully functioning by the time that Christ comes on the scene and, the, and they bring their ideas into the world and the culture <coughs> in which they live. Here's another example, Luke chapter 4. There's We read about synagogues. In the first century, there are synagogues that exist in various places in the land of Israel, and there's a single temple in Jerusalem. In the Old Testament, there's not a single synagogue that is mentioned. When Luke in Luke chapter four, when he mentions Jesus going to the synagogue, Luke doesn't put in a verse and say, "Listen, listen, all you Christians who are, you know you're you're wanting to check off your box so that you could read this, and I know you're ignorant about synagogues." And let me tell you what happens in synagogues and when and when synagogues came into existence. Oh, no. Luke assumes you as a modern day reader knows exactly that synagogues are part of that world and, and the role that synagogues play for that world. So just... Before you could just pick up Matthew and begin to read that, or Luke, or Mark, or, or, or Paul's writings, and begin to, uh, you get, to begin to understand what you're reading, you have to know a little bit about the culture in which the writer writes. Synagogues appeared between the Old Testament and New Testament period. And the writers assume you already understand how society operated in their current environment and what had happened in the past. So most of us read starting in Genesis and read all the way through Malachi as if those books were written in just a handful of years. We probably have around 1,600 years between Abraham and Ezekiel, Daniel, Obadiah, all written after the Babylonian exile. We we just read the... That these pages as one continuous piece of work, and we do not realize that there is a time period that has taken place, and so much of life has changed during that time period. Before the Babylonian exile, the nation of Israel is spoken of as a whole nation, and we use the word Israelites. And then they evolve into this united kingdom of David. And then you read a little further and Israel splits. There are the 10 tribes that the it, that we call the Israelites that go to the north and th- they're called Israel. And then there are others that come, the, the two tribes that come to the south, and they are called Judah. All of this begins to affect how society and culture is formed. So as you begin to study the culture of the Bible, what you'll discover is the people of the Bible are affected by. By the shifting powers of the day in which they live, they are affected by the language of the day, and they are affected by things such as the exile uh, uh, in which they live. So the people who come out of Egypt are not exactly the same people right before the time period of Jesus. Culture has changed. There's so much to learn and understand about the culture of the Bible. So when I am privileged to take people over to Israel, one of the surprises that people discover, invariably I'll have four, five, six people for every trip. They'll come over and they'll say, I never realized that Jesus was actually a Jew who was raised in a Jewish culture. What impact would that his culture have on him? Jesus's culture could not be divided from who he was as a person and who he was as the Messiah. We call that principle the principle of the incarnation. God chose to incarnate himself in a specific time, in a specific place, and into a specific world. And those aspects of the incarnation have to be respected as we hold the doctrine of incarnation as an important uh, doctrine in our spiritual lives. Incarnation is not just simply a spiritual event, it, but it, it is God entering into a culture and he is working through that particular culture of his day. From Jesus's language to his religious practice of going to, to the synagogue, to the terminology that Jesus would use and, uh, to, to craft and to carve out his identity as the Messiah, they are so crucial to you understanding who Jesus was. So as a person, as a student of the Bible, you just, you cannot take away the Jewishness of Jesus. If you are one of the persons and you, you're listening and you're frustrated when you read the Bible because you don't understand it, may I suggest to you that the more you can gain an understanding of the culture of the Bible, the more you can gain an understanding of the the scripture that you are trying to study. Thank you for joining me today on this podcast of Understanding Scripture with Dr. J. And I hope today that you have gleaned something from our time together. And my prayer is that God would enlighten your understanding as you begin to journey towards the developing a better understanding of God's word.